Friendship Festival. Friendship Festival. Oh my god, I'm Ellie Harrison. Hello, I'm Oliver Braid. That was so exciting, that was our new jingle. And if you didn't gather, this is the beginning of Friendship Festival. <gasps> and if that doesn't make you feel happy on a rainy Friday afternoon, I don't know what is going to. Well actually, traditionally I think uh, kind of a rainy weather is much more suited to a festival atmosphere. I've never been to a festival where it's actually been dry. Oh, I guess if you're talking about a music festival, but this is a radio festival. This is a radio festival, so we can stay completely dry as we sit in our own homes, just as we are. Exactly. So what we're going to be doing over the next three weekends is inviting a beautiful array of couples, in inverting commas, into our home. People like me and Oliver, who just happen to be friends, odd couples, <laughs> we can <laughs> describe them as, into our home to make radio shows, make their own radio shows in a similar Ellie and Oliver show style. So, tomorrow's broadcast is the Laurie and Rosanna show, tune in at 12. And on Sunday, Whoa. we have our very special guest, all the way from England... Uh, Miss Paris Lees and Miss Steffi Moore, they're, I think they're travelling up right now. So exciting. We're going to pick them up at the station at six and I was going to say take them on a wild night of Glasgow. <laughs> but the way I'm feeling, I don't know how wild it's going to be because I had a horrible, a horrible bug this week. In fact, I lost an entire day, Oliver. I thought you were going to tell me you'd lost an entire stone. Oh no, I wish I'd lost <laughs> an entire stay. No, I, I slept for 17 hours. I didn't wow. think it was... Po- oh. oh my God, I thought you were going <laughs> to... Actually be sick. Have no. a little vomit right then. I, I, did, I did puke up three times. Not that our listeners need to know that, but I'm not feeling totally full back to normal health. But before I completely pass out, I will just introduce today's theme. Mm-hmm. Which, in honour of Glasgow Festival, who are the hosts of Friendship Festival, um, whose theme is unions. Not unisons, as I said a couple of weeks ago. Not unisons, but it's interesting because unison is the name of one of the country's biggest trade Mm -hmm. unions. Um, But anyway, we've hijacked the theme, unions, for the first show of Friendship Festival. And... This links obviously to well, it's such a it's such a, a a a big word with so many different connotations that hopefully we have lots of discussions about it over the next half hour. Yeah, well, let's hope so. I t- I found out I did some uh, unions-based research this morning from That's one of useful. our favourite reputable internet resources, and uh, I was tracing the trajectory of of unions. Of trade unions, particularly. Oh, a little bit. I was just doing a little bit of Ellie Harrison style research. You were... Ha- you were but, I no, was oh. but I tell you what, I have done some Oliver Braid style research as well, and I could throw in some Marcuse Spinoza and some Plato later on if we wanted to do that. But I thought we could start with this interesting fact that I found out well, about. Well, I know the same fact as well. Is it? Is, Is it? it? That the early trade unions were in actual fact called... Yes! <gasps> yeah! Friendly society. Friendly bloody society. Can you believe it? How perfect for Friendship Festival. Well, I read this on Wikipedia this morning as well. Wow. <laughs> and it just made me think that 
Did you find out when the uh, earliest Scottish friendly society was? No, I didn't go that Did you find out where it was? In it, There was one in Glasgow that uh-huh. was... The Glasgow Friendly Society was based at 68 Trongate, which is actually just over the road from Rose and Grants, which is where the headquarter from Glas- for Glasgow is. Oh, my God. Isn't that nice? I think that all ties in beautifully. And what went on in the Friendly Society? Um... I have made some. Do you know a lot? Do you know a lot about the Friendly Society? Because I was a bit worried about bringing it up, and then you saying, "Well, no, no, no." That's from what I understand. It's like um, it's more of a combo of a cooperative and sort of like some kind of lodge type thing, like a Masonic lodge. I think like the important thing to remember is that these things popped up, like the early trade unions, the friendly societies, <laughs> as we now discovered they were <laughs> called. Uh, they popped up as as a as a reaction to like the industrial revolution. So suddenly, all of these workers were being exploited, and there was no like infrastructure to protect them in any way. Mm. But the other thing that we got to remember. It's post, like, um, well, the 20th century, there was no welfare state. So if you got ill, or if you were disabled, or if, uh, you know, if you were an old-age pensioner, you're basically just left for your family to look after you or to die. There was no benefits. There was no way, you know, the state wasn't going to look out for you at all so that what i gather from the friendly societies is that they provided protection against unemployment which i guess would come from you know there just not being enough jobs available but also if you were sick or ill but they also like um looked after people in old age so i guess like a sort of infrastructure before old age pensions existed which we all take for granted now but we shouldn't take them for granted because what the government is trying to do at the moment this totally evil (laughs) government oh yeah apparently well we don't have benefits anymore well they're trying to remove them all they're trying to remove them all because they're trying to um well they they just assume that people will forget how fucked up the world was when we were all just left to starve and die in our old age, and they d- and <laughs> or if we were if we were on low incomes or um, incapacitated any other way, they just hope that people will will have forgotten about that and they'll think, oh yes, those benefit scroungers. <laughs> well, we have to start our own friendship society. We will. Reinvigorate Glasgow. F- well, we've got a little Glasgow Friendship Society right in this flat right here. I know. Well, we have sort quite of... A small, quite a small membership in the Friendship Society at the moment, but we could, could yeah. take applications. I guess because I think... I mean, when we have our house meetings, which we didn't have today, because mm. we had so much other business to talk through, but we're long overdue a house meeting. But whenever I have a massive go at you for like using up all your own washing powder <laughs> and then like totally just caning my I hope you've taken note that recently I've bought washing powder and conditioner, although I did feel a bit bad about buying the conditioner because I think it probably strips the back off frogs or something once I it know. goes back into the environment. So I do feel bad about that because I like frogs a lot. But uh, yeah, I did notice you bought um, fabric conditioner, which I just thought was a little bit of unnecessary. It was quite a frugally priced fabric conditioner, but that probably means that it's full of even worse chemicals. chemicals. Definitely. But the thing that you always say to me 
when I have a massive go at you for stealing my coffee, or, <laughs> you know, eating all my sesame snaps. But or they're, they're, they're replaced, right? Yeah, but I had five sesame snaps before I left, and there's only four replaced. I know, but I can, t- I can give you... It's fine. Okay. It's fine. I'll, I'll buy s- you another sesame Forget snap. it. I'll swap it for b- the banana. Oh, but yeah, yeah, and the orange. I didn't eat the orange. Oh, are you drinking a there? coffee that I just made you, though? Yeah, but I've got my go. own coffee. <laughs> I know, but swap the sesame snaps for the banana, because... I couldn't even leave the house on Wednesday when I had my really sick day and it was the only thing that I could stomach and I didn't throw it up again. So See, that's the wonder of living in a bargaining society, living in a friendly society, isn't it? Exactly, but the thing you say when I have a go at you is, but I just assume that there's this like little support network, that there's this like cushion that will be there through living through with someone who's not just your evil landlady but it's also your friend yeah that there'll be this um you know if you run out of washing powder yeah then there is that small amount of leeway Mm -hmm. for me so that i can you know support you in your times of need which i think is beautiful in theory I think in it's theory. yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. a beautiful idea in theory, but if you ma- if you magnify this to the scale of the state, yes, you can imagine me in like the position of the person. Okay, who so you've realised that you can extract Siphon a off few. Some washing you can extract a few benefits from this situation. So you'd run out of um, washing powder. Mm-hmm. And then you start using my washing powder. And then you start thinking, oh, well, this is quite good because then I don't have to buy any of my own washing powder. I guess what I'm trying to say is in me demanding that you buy your washing powder and not use mine, am I just as bad as those people that say, oh, yeah, we don't need any benefits. We should cut the the benefits. Or are you somebody (laughs) who's discovered the benefit of the benefits and are milking it? Has taken advantage. Well, I know, I mean, I tell you, I do have a very bad history of being a fridge picker from living with people. I mean, we're lucky in this flat because you're a vegan and I'm not. So quite often... Food is 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 like the least of my interests in taking. But when I moved into my first flat in Glasgow, I hope those girls aren't listening. I hope but not. they well, if they are, it's okay. I don't really see them. But if they um, three listeners, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if they um, that's your three former flatmates. <laughs> <laughs> they yes, yeah, so I used to live with these girls, and in the first week, I never really met them. I met them on the first day, and then they went away for a week. Uh-huh. And during that week, I drank every single drop of alcohol in that flat. Fucking considering hell. that I'd never met them, including this kind of green liqueur that had been on the table. And what I did was I replaced it with water and a little bit of green <laughs> and put the top back on. And like about five or six months later, one of them was noticed that it had all gone mouldy inside this bottle. And they were like, how can alcohol go mouldy? <laughs> that it's is me a exploiting sign. the system. Yeah, but also, in my defence, one of them, she was a lovely girl, but she was the type of girl that I'd eat half a crunchy and then put the other half back in the cupboard for a week. And I can't... I mean, I know it's her crunchy and she has the choice to do that, but don't tease me. Was that the skinny one, by any chance? Uh... I don't want to express an opinion. I couldn't do that with a crunchy. I mean, that just seems completely bonkers to eat half a crunchy. I mean, I don't eat crunchies at all now, of course, because of the milk chocolate. 
But in the old days, half a chocolate bar. To be honest, that is my favourite thing about being friends with vegans is that because uh, I used to have well, one of my really good friends, Nancy. Um, she doesn't listen to this. That's okay. But so it's, I'm not going to say anything that terrible. But she used to, when I was at school, I used to get really annoyed because I was an only child. I was never used to having to share my food with people. And she was very open to the possibility of sharing my food. And I used to, as a child or as a teenager, find it so frustrating. I think it used to cause quite a lot of arguments that I used to have to share my food with her all the time because I really wasn't used to it. Um, But if you're friends with vegans... Yeah, I can eat as much milk chocolate in this flat as I like, and or ice cream, and I know that I'll never have to share it all. But maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'm not so inclined to steal your stuff because I'm not so inclined to take advantage. And maybe that's why I really notice when you take my stuff. But for me, I never really think about it as taking advantage because I always just think like, oh well, people won't mind. I know. T- until, but then, but then it does f- fall into a bit of a sick spiral where I just can't stop. I know. I've noticed, <laughs> but you can't pull the wool over my eyes, Oliver. I'm like the benefit you know? frauds office. How do you know? How do you know that there's not some bigger issues going on in this flat that you don't ever know about? Like you've got somebody that you moved into the loft. Yeah, and he's living there in a pile of newspapers. I'm paying you rent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play our song. Let's play a song. So should I play my song first or do yeah, you want to play let's yours? Okay, play yours. I'm going to play my song first. This is by my favourite Croydon-based union of rappers nice uh they spawned lily speaks but this is them originally called the sick kids and it's in reference a little bit to being sick as well so it's a bit for you although this is mostly to do with being sick from booze although we could associate that with ellie harrison on a regular occasion too uh so yeah this is called hold my hair back and it's by the sick kids So if you're heading to the bar, I don't want no 
Festival. I really like that song, Oliver. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? It made me sad though because when I was sick on Wednesday <laughs> three times, I didn't have anyone to hold my hair. But it's just as well I've got very short hair, isn't it? It is just as well you've got very short hair. You could have put a <laughs> swimming cap on. Well, I did have a that would have been practical, on, and I think it would have given you a sensation of being held very tightly. Oh my god! Made you feel nice. Oh my god! I did have to have a hot water bottle, which might have. Give me a sensation of having another human being close to mm. me. But anyway, let's not get on a downer. It's Friendship Festival. Yeah. And we're talking about unions. And one of the things that we talked about when we were thinking about the concept for Friendship Festival was this idea of being, I was going to say, um, Englishmen in New York, but we're, but we're not. We're like English people in Scotland and that we've kind of made this decision whether it was a conscious decision or just a result a, a result of circumstances that we ended up living in Glasgow mm-hmm. um, and we've made it our home and obviously that always makes us feel like we're outsiders to a certain extent <laughs> and that we're all <laughs> that, we're uh. <laughs> that we're removed from our homeland to a certain extent. But I love my adopted country. I passionately love my adopted country. And obviously this week, I don't know if you've been following the news, but it was in relation to the referendum on independence, Scottish independence, this week was the week that Alex Salmond and David Cameron signed the agreement that the referendum would take place and started to outline some of the, the terms for the referendum, which will happen in autumn 2014. Wow, autumn 2014. So it's two more years. And then as Scottish citizens, which is kind of weird, being English people who are now adopted Scottish citizens, we'll, have a re- we'll, you know, we'll be able to vote on That's the future exciting. of the union. 
Yeah, I wonder if we'll still be here. It's, I think it's worth staying in Scotland just to do the vote. So what, what, I mean? what would you vote? I would say let's have a little break. <laughs> a little break just, from yeah, England. Just to see, yeah, just to see what happens. Because I tell you, one of the things that I love living in, uh, love living, I uh, love about living in Glasgow yeah. is whenever I go home to England to see my mum, which isn't that often, but if ever I do dip into England <laughs> yeah. and someone phones me for work purposes, I can say, oh, I'm just out of the country at the moment. <laughs> And I think it, it gives the illusion <laughs> that I'm quite a high flyer. And that you're living quite an exotic lifestyle. Yeah, Why didn't say that. Don't you think that they didn't realise that it didn't make that long ringing tone? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, but I just say in emails and stuff. Oh, okay, like when you're actually out of the country. Yeah, sorry, I'm actually out of the country at present. <laughs> I can't deal with it until I return to Scotland. <laughs> but, uh, but it is the truth. Because it is a separate country. Well, it is a separate country. It's weird. It's a separate... Uh, I don't know how to... Do it. It's a separate country, but it's within the United Kingdom. Yeah, it's just about a choicing of words, isn't it? It's like if you have a child that goes to Oxford Brooks University, but you yeah. tell everybody that they're at Oxford or at university in Oxford. Yeah. It's a similar sort of vibe. Well, sort of, I suppose. But, um, like, yeah, the Act of Union of 1707... Oh, as I've oh got yes. in my notes here, it was, you know, they did it to put a stop to relentless fighting. Seventeen oh seven is in that how? Wha- is that when the Act of Union yeah, came into play? That means it's nearly interesting. Yeah, I'd have thought it had been a little bit later than that. Yes, or is that is that three hundred years? Oh my god! But um. Yeah, and I, I think, obviously, it pissed the Scots off because suddenly they were being governed from London. And that pissed the Scots off up until 1999 when they got the Parliament enacted back in Edinburgh. Is that when the Parliament came in yeah, Scotland? Yeah, so before that, there was no government, no Scottish government? No, there was like a Scottish office. I don't quite know how it worked, but, you know, that's the SNP when it was founded was to to fight for greater independence for Scottish um, well so Scots could have autonomy over their own policy and Mm. they've got more and more of that now since 1999 but yeah separating you know it it would be like a big divorce wouldn't it if Scotland and England split up it would be kind of acrimonious I imagine. Oh, I don't know what the word acrimonious means, so I can't comment on that. I think I'll just use it in relation but to But I think divorce. it might be very good because sometimes I worry that there is, um, you know, not an actual antagonism, but in people's mind there's some kind of antagonism. In fact, I was told by a Scottish gentleman once, quite a maudlin one, that um, <laughs> he, and he's from quite a middle-class family, but he said, well, the Scottish will never really accept English people. They'll always be... Um, against them i thought it was <laughs> insane i couldn't really d- i mean absolutely ridiculous to be able to, s- to say that kind of thing i don't really believe that it's not really my experience of no, living in scotland it's not really my experience either i mean i love it here but i do worry that if i ever wanted to you know become a politician you think it, it would it might hold ha- you back it might hold me back a little bit i think there's worse things that are going to hold you back i think things that have probably come out on this radio show at some point during the last year <laughs> might hold you back i do about that taking office oh my god leaving leading the sort of lifestyle that i've led where i've published all manner of horrendous things about myself on the internet 
I think it would all come back to haunt me at some point yeah. as soon as I wanted to take on some sort of shouldn't imagine job. Margaret Thatcher's ever been caught being sick on a doorway or published a website on how many farts she did during the day. I always worry about that one, actually, the farting. No, I think you could say it would make you a very human candidate. I know, it's all out there. Like, all the dirt's out there already. There's nothing more to dig up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. You could argue. <laughs> But Oliver, we're, we're, we're approaching the end of our first broadcast as part of Friendship Festival. Oh, the first Friendship Festival. Well, we do have some important things to fit in beforehand. Okay. I do want to say to everybody, we'd really love it if you tuned in tomorrow when we'll be having the Laurie and Rosanna show Ooh. at 12 noon. And that's uh, Laurie Brown and Rosanna Cade of Tranny and Rosanna fame who will also be doing the frock on frock off festival for glasgow which opens on tuesday night i might um, add yeah tuesday the 24th now also tomorrow tonight and tomorrow night at rosencrantz cafe is a series of 10 minute plays called any objections 10 minute plays from around the world at 7 30 from rosencrantz other exciting things happening this week well obviously frock on frock off but also if you're a big fan of homosexual live maudlin music maudlin. i would also suggest that you should check out john grant uh he's playing at the arches on the 25th of october which is thursday i'm not sure m- how much tickets are for that um but yeah those oh, those are my recommendations for from glasgow's program for the week and then tune in on sunday for the paris and stephanie show oh, of course which is our guest from england um. coming all the way up on the train so that is going to be amazing. Okay, Ellie, do you want to introduce this song? I want to introduce my song, which I won't dwell on too much, but I just, yes, this week I've had the opportunity to like reconnect with a really old friend from school. And I've decided that I'm going to turn over a new leaf in communicating with this person, who's an amazing person. And I'm going to start writing to him, because he's down in Ealing, once a week on a Friday, and this song, which is from 1992, just sticks in my mind so clearly because it was like the first time that I ever went around to his house in 1992 with my wow. new, s- new friends from school, because this was like... 1992? Yeah, all my brand new friends that I met oh. when I went to high school, and this song was in the charts, and I remember hearing it and just thinking, I really love this song, but whenever I hear it from now on, It reminds me of that moment. So this is a song for John. That's lovely. 